1: Quick note before we start the show, today's episode does acknowledge the existence of sex, just barely, but uh, it's there.
2: All right, on with the show. Uh, It was a couple years ago, and I um, I was given to a little kid by the tooth fairy. Cute story, right, so far. So there I am, Upper West Side, kid loses a lateral incisor. He's about seven. Kid goes to sleep, wakes up in the morning, and I am just waiting for this moment. This kid, I'm thinking, this is a 10. He's getting a 10 for a tooth. He's going to go bananas. He opens the box, unfolds me, and he literally looks at me and says, Is that it? Is that it? My name's Colin, and I'm a $10 bill. As much as I, you know, much as I want to believe that I am I can do anything a 20 can do or do anything a 100 could do, the truth is I could do half what a 20 can do and a tenth of what a 100 could do. Exactly. I mean, yeah, math-wise, that's, that's what it is.
1: Well, Colin, I imagine you've moved around a lot. Um, Can you tell me about where you're spending your time these days?
2: These days, uh, in a wallet. Okay. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of wallets, a lot of purses, uh, pocketbooks, ATMs. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am.
1: And the wallet where I guess you call home. Yeah. Are you alone in there?
2: oh no it's rare it's rare that I'm alone there's you know usually other bills there's in this wallet there's not only that but receipts so many receipts which I don't love Uh, you know I don't know it's like get it together you know like yeah imagine being sandwiched by like 8 of them or 40 of them you know what I mean that
1: really is a lot of receipts
2: it's a lot he's into this guy's an animal I don't know what to say so, how many people have you
1: been in, is possession the right word? In possession of?
2: That's a good, that's, that's a good word, possession's good. It's, a, it's tough because some, I guess, how do you define it? So sometimes it's a handoff, mm-hmm. is that possession? I don't know. But I would say if I had to ballpark it, mm, 180, 180-ish. That's a lot. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I feels normal. feels normal. I mean, I just, as you're saying that, I'm remembering one wallet that was honestly, like, humiliating. It was a humiliating place to be because I was pressed up against a condom for, I don't know, like, way too long. I mean, for this, yeah, weeks, mm. just kind of jammed up, jammed up against a rubber. It's not great. It wasn't a great feeling, you know, and I'm just kind of in my head. I'm like, either spend me or something needs to change in here because it's like, I don't know, just felt It just felt gross.
1: You said you were there for weeks.
2: Yeah. What I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what kind of life he was leading because it's nothing was seemed to be working Mm -hmm. for him, you know,
1: who left first.
2: Well, ironically, I left first, which is fine. I was like, whatever. But the funny thing was, I... I went first and he bought more condoms with me, which I was like, what? Easy Casanova, like let's like, say, <laughs> I don't know, weird.
1: I wanna talk a little bit about the way you look, if that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You You have so many images on you. There's Hamilton, the number 10, the torch, this might be a weird question, but what what is your favorite part of you?
2: I would have to say the favorite part of me and the least favorite part of me are all words. Because words, you know, it's tricky. It's like getting a tattoo and then you have to live with it. Yeah, We the people, I love. In God we trust. There was a time when I was like fairly religious. Like I would feel, you know, like I would, there were things I believed in. You know, as time passes, and I would honestly say I'm more of an atheist now. So, hmm. an atheist with a God we trust tattooed on you. It's not a great, it's confusing. Yeah. I mean, I don't really go in, I, all this patriotic stuff. I don't really, um, I mean, I, lo- I love the country. It's not like I'm, but it's a little much, it's a little overdone, I feel like. Yeah. Flags, seals, Peter, you know, all that stuff. It's just not my favorite. Peter? Peter the Eagle. You know, you know, you know Peter the Eagle. If no. you've ever seen currency with an eagle on it, that's Peter. That's Peter the Eagle.
1: You're saying that the eagle that I see on currency, that's a specific eagle. Peter. And the eagle is named Peter. His name's
2: Peter, yeah. He lived at the mint in Philadelphia and he would perch on the coin presses. He would just kind of sit up there and watch over things. And then, um, sadly, one day, one of the presses went on. Peter had his wing in the wrong place. And uh, that was the end of Peter. It just seems like a,
1: a strange name
2: for an eagle. What do you mean? What would, what would be better?
1: I, I don't know. I just imagine something, like, more majestic.
2: Bruce? B- Bruce doesn't seem right either. Sandy? Uh, no. Sir John Gielgud? Eaglebird Humperdinck? Flapped in America? Maybe? Don Henley? It's from the Eagles. Makes sense. Bico Suave? Egg Luganus? Whoopi Goldbird. Talon Iverson. Pete Budegeg. Feather John Misty. Mitch McConnell. I guess that's probably more for a crow. Chris, Judy Plume,
1: Chandler Wing. I guess Peter is okay. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Colin, can I ask you about your first memory?
2: Sure. I mean, it's not, there's not much to it. I mean, I just remember was a lot of It was just loud, super loud, and just, um, just a lot of old white guys. Just fly, just flashes of old white, white men. Right. And it's not a great feeling. I know. Am I in an old age home? Where am I? You know what? I just didn't know. I didn't know what what it was. How much do you know about the man emblazoned on you, Alexander Hamilton? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've been, I've seen the show. You, uh, I've been to it. I mean, I shouldn't say I've seen, I've been to it.
1: The musical.
2: Yeah. The original cast.
1: How did that happen?
2: Well, I, I mean, the person who was in possession of me got tickets and, um, and we were there. You know, we were there. I was there for that. I was there for Lin Manuel, the whole thing. How was it? You know, I don't know. It's one of those things where maybe it's, this my, Maybe it's my seats. Maybe it's, you know, obviously, wherever I am, it's obstructed. I'm in his wallet. So I wish I could jump on the bandwagon and be like, oh, you know. I, but for me, when I, as soon as they start singing, I just tune out. I'm like, oh, they're singing. It's just like all I can think about is they're singing it. They're singing it. They're still singing. I don't know. I'm just not a musical bill, I guess.
1: Is there a musical you do like?
2: I did actually, We did, I did go to Avenue Q, and that was just a hoot. Mm-hmm.
1: Colin, you are uh, of course U.S. currency. Have you ever met uh, bills from other parts of the world?
2: I did actually meet um, a Canadian dollar once. Yeah, he was in the wallet for a little while. Okay. It was really awkward. I thought it was, I, I was excited because I was like, I've been always just around American currency, and I was like, oh my gosh, it just felt so exotic to have to have a Canadian in there. Um, but it was not a great. Thing and I, I do. I have to say, I do kind of blame myself. But I, I wasn't trying to. It, we're both ten dollars, but I was just trying to. I think I got a little too deep into like global economics with him, and I was trying to explain that even though he's ten dollars, he's not worth as much as me. Which, even saying that out loud, just that's just jerky. I, I think it would be hard to hear. Yeah, it's not nice, and I, and I tried to buy it back by saying, you know. But things could change, you know. Imports, exports, you know. And maybe one day you'll be worth more than me. But at that point, he was—he totally shut down.
1: Can I ask? Did he have the smell? I don't really want to talk about that. Right now.
0: BBC Resident, thanks for speaking.
1: Hi, is is Dean in?
0: Yeah, Dean's uh, talking right now. Oh. Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> Hi, Dean. Hi there.
1: Do you you have a few minutes right now? I sure do. So I see you wrote an article uh, for the Canadian press in 2013. The headline is, Do Canada's New Plastic Bills Smell Like Maple Syrup? Um, Right. Can you just tell me basically what was going on there?
0: Well, uh, Canada introduced a new series of plastic bills in uh, 2011. And the first bill to come on the scene was the $100 bill, which uh, was released in uh, 2011. And I noticed as a reporter, I noticed uh, on social media a lot of chatter about uh, these bills had a peculiar smell. Some people had this idea that uh, they had somehow been impregnated with um, the smell of maple syrup. (laughs) So, I just found that kind of odd. Yeah. Uh, I, I did uh, get a hold of one, and I, for, for everything I did, I could not get it to smell like maple syrup or anything else, for that matter. Uh-huh. But uh, this this belief was so strong on uh, social media that I, I wondered whether the issuer of the um, currency, which is in, in Canada, it's the Bank of Canada that's responsible, whether they had gotten any kind of correspondence from ordinary Canadians about it. And it turned out, I, I used our Access to Information Act to, to get that correspondence. It turns out there was a lot, a lot of correspondence saying, you know, I'm having, I'm having a dispute with my wife. She doesn't think they smell like maple syrup and I do. Can you resolve it for us? Or where do I scratch it to get the <laughs> smell? But I should say the Bank of Canada absolutely denies that there was uh, anything put in that bill, no impregnation of any smell of any kind.
1: So you filed an access to information request. We In the United States, we have the Freedom of Information Act, I guess it's yes. the same thing. Um, yeah. In the process of doing that, are you, are you like writing a letter that says, I want to know everything, all correspondence relating to the possible smell of maple syrup on our currency?
0: Yeah, it's pretty much exactly that. <laughs> it was a guess on my part, but sure enough, the bank had tons of correspondence that they uh, refused to release to me initially. By the way, I had to fight to get them to do it.
1: Wow, they're really they're trying to keep the lid on this maple syrup conspiracy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so okay, so the the Bank of Canada firmly denies it you've never experienced it yourself but you you've read correspondence from hundreds of people who insist it was the case um yep your your best guess of an explanation for what's happening
0: power of suggestion you know somebody somebody posts something on uh social media and you know these things just move at the speed of light and and it just catches on you know, it's a kind of a strange phenomenon.
1: Yeah, I mean, we read so much about uh, conspiracy theories that the the, the idea that the um, Canadian currency is scented like maple syrup is, I think, the most harmless, kind of kindest uh, conspiracy theory I've ever heard.
0: I think you're right. It's a benign uh, conspiracy theory that's, you know, not hurting anybody, right? It's it's uh it's not disparaging anybody. it's just It's just kind of fun that's that's it. you know, just kind of fun.
1: Colin, I'm thinking about how you know you're exchanged for things, and I was looking around to see some various things a person could get for ten dollars. Um, I just wanted to get your reaction to them. Can I just fly through a few? Yeah, sure. Um, there's a place that offers twelve tacos for ten dollars. E. Coli. You can get a poster of Starry Night by the Vincent Van Gogh painting. Framed? No. Not great. For ten dollars, you can get a gerbil from PetSmart. Size, gender, and color vary by store. Cage not included.
2: That's nice. That sounds like a nice. I like gerbils.
1: I, it's just I think there's just something so weird about money that you know you are exchanged for that, but how strange it would be if you and the gerbil then traded lives for the day, if the gerbil came to live in the wallet, and you went to live, I guess in a gerbil
2: habitat among gerbils. Whoa, <sighs> that's uh. Yeah, that's a mind blower. I don't think he would do so well in the wallet. No, you know, I don't think so. You need a certain kind of mental toughness, you know. Also, I mean, have you ever tried to fold a gerbil? No, no, because no. they they would they die from that.
1: It's also weird because I think as a human, I, I can credibly walk around other humans and. Believe that we all have the same worth, like no matter where we're from or what we've become, we're all, you know, in some way, worth the same. With bills, by definition, you you don't have that.
2: No, you're right. No, it says it right. It's right on our. It says it right there. It's We're branded with our with our worth.
1: I was actually I was curious um, how much I was worth just like if you were to sell me for parts and it turns out the human body all all human bodies pretty much are worth about $160. Oh.
2: That's that's pretty good. We, how did you feel about that? Were you were you, uh, you know, I'd like to be more. Did you have a guess? Did you what you might have been worth? I think I would have thought it was
1: like $1,000. Wow, that's a lot. I mean maybe if you're like a celebrity well, that's the thing. Is is yeah, all humans from, you know, celebrities to to me. Um, I guess babies are worth less because there's there's just you're really talking about the elements that you're selling. So there's just less of them to to sell. What about Pharrell Williams? Uh, also, probably a hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. Colin, the the kid you mentioned at the beginning, the tooth fairy kid. Yeah. What did he end up spending you on?
2: Oh, he didn't, he didn't spend me on anything. What happened? What happened? He walked walked over to his window in his giant, giant room and th- tossed me out of the window onto the street. Like, that's he would have rather tossed me out of the window than spend me because I was so disappointing.
1: Huh. So you were just out there on the street.
2: Yeah, I was lying there. It was an awful, awful, like, I would say five to six minutes just lying there. There's a lot of transitions obviously for me, you know, like from register to ATM to wallet to purse to pocket, uh, you know. But this was, usually that's, the transition is fast. This was, I was cast away, thrown outside, and then I'm like, I don't even know what's next is anything next. So what was next? Somebody picked me up. And I immediately felt better. They picked me up. They unballed me, which took a while because he really did a number on me. And, um, yeah, they went and they bought some chips and and a turkey sandwich, which is great to go from that a turkey sandwich and chips. That's good. That's a good outcome. You think
1: about it. If you would, if you were a, if you were more, if you were a bigger bill, yeah, you would have been stuck with that kid for maybe a lot longer.
2: Yeah. Maybe that's something I. Maybe that's my leg up on on hundred dollar bills you know or even 20s like I, people don't necessarily want to hold on to me hey yeah, you got you got nothing to lose yeah i am nothing to lose
1: This is Everything is Alive. The show is produced by Jennifer Mills and me, Ian Chillog with Evil Walchover. Special thanks to Emily Spivak. Our editor is Hilary Frank. Colin, the $10 bill, was played by Colin Nissen. Colin is a frequent New Yorker and McSweeney's contributor. His stuff is hilarious. You should track it down right now. Thanks to Dean Beebe for talking to us about the mysterious delicious smell of Of Canadian Money. Dean is an independent journalist based in Ottawa. Thanks also to Manik Sherrett for her help. Everything is Alive is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX. Without Julie Shapiro, executive producer, we would be but a gerbil in a wallet. You can get in touch with us any number of ways via everythingisalive.com. We'll see you soon.
0: Radiotopia.